Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you for tuning in to today's preview of the Bruins and Flames game, which feels very weird because the teams have not played each other in nearly two years, and it was actually one of the last games before the pause, and my first it'll be my first game back in TD Gardens in, in like 700 days, which is disgusting to think about. But uh, coming up, we have uh, some iconic guests. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, these are some of my longtime internet friends that have somehow stuck by me through my pick me phase to, oh shit, she's a professional phase. Hey, um, we're real life friends now. Yeah, now we're real life friends because we've hung out and I beat them in bocce. Maybe. All right. Uh, I took right. a 3-0. Cam, the only one that didn't win a bocce game. Yeah. All right. You know, I was I was <laughs> reserving my skills for other other sets on uh, on that weekend, which was a great weekend, by the way. It was, and we will talk about that in just a moment. Oh God. <laughs> You're locked on flames. Your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welp, there are four of us on this call, but there's only three if you're watching YouTube. Um, so and ironically, going... the one who doesn't have a webcam is, is Cam. Yeah, is named Cam. Uh so I, you guys know Lancey has joined this podcast many times, especially during the pause and bubble and basically my whole tenure of covering this show because uh, he is always up late and same. So I have no schedule. Uh, it's just, no. hey, I'm here. <laughs> You're like my freelance podcaster. Freelancey. Free. Hashtag freelancey. Say hashtag freelancey. <laughs> We've moved on from Brittany to, to me. Exactly. Okay. Freelancey till it's backwards. Uh, so I'm joined by, like, Lancey's free. Do, do you get that? Oh, I, I get it. I'm just. Okay, I'm I was, just, I was just making sure. For dramatic uh, so, I, so I'm joined by Nick, Cam, and Chris, who was on the What's West up? Coast. Yeah, that's me. So, like, closer to y'all's time frame. Can't relate, but um, must be nice. Is it still, is the sun still up? A little. It's okay. It wasn't really a sunny day. Uh, weird for San Diego, but I, I enjoy the, the gray ones because they can be few and far between. But this one, uh, yeah, so the sun's, I wouldn't say the sun's still out, but it's still light out. Okay. Uh, it is... Quarter of eight here. We're, we are recording on Thursday night while the Flames are playing. They currently have a one nothing lead, uh, thanks to Johnny Gaudreau. But the Bruins um, have been off since Sunday? Saturday? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's funny you mentioned that last game that the Bruins and, and Flames played before the pause. I'm pretty sure that's the last time the Bruins played, period, actually. It actually feels like that. It really does. It, it does. So if you're new here, hi, um, I started out writing about the Bruins and then got sucked into the flames because they have nice jerseys. So that's, 
not, not something you literally want to have happen to you but yeah <laughs> so yeah don't i don't suggest getting sucked into like a bonfire but uh so how how are the bruins doing because i feel like they literally play once every six weeks yeah at this point they're playing pretty much a football schedule so they play once every weekend and uh then yeah we're gonna play every other day apparently for the last like three months of the season um there's a back-to-back too yeah we went from back-to-back and then you play the flames on sunday (laughs) saturday sunday then five days off and saturday sunday again it really makes a lot of sense not a bye week though first weekend and the last weekend in november everything in between is back-to-back so it's really just the second and third week but still back-to-backs this is like a phf schedule so i'm uh, i know we've been making fun of it um and it is really stupid that the bruins are playing like four games while everybody else is like 10 games ahead but it's been pretty relaxing in terms of you know podcasting schedule and you get to watch so watching schedule yeah i mean i I haven't really been doing that so much but um (laughs) i usually do but our uh yeah Plugging DirecTV right now is an awful service. That no, uh, no, no, they sponsor us. Oh, never mind. Well, uh, they have uh, NHL Center Ice, um, and I have that. And we'll just say now I have that service back again as of today. <laughs> Shout out to DirecTV Stream. Hey, go to directtv.com. Uh, that's not read for today (laughs) that is for monday but um so like the bruins are without tuka rask and david krejci for the first time in a very long time would you like to go how's that going the, the entire roster of players that are no longer on the team since last time they played the flames I Lancey really, has that, I'm sure. I've I do. That's why I want to That's why okay, I want to go for Lancey, it. Lancey, take it away. All right. So Anders Bjork, uh, David Gracie. <laughs> Good start. I forgot about him. He's in Buffalo Sean, now. Sean Crowley, Par Lindholm, Jeremy Lozon, Nick Ritchie, Chris Wagner, who's with Providence currently, and Tuka Rask. All those guys gone. Stan Chara gone. That's you know, a shorter list than I just, thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it's like half the team. So it is. there's been a, quite a lot of turnover, turnover. You know, the last time these two teams met, you would have thought that someone's going to go through quite a rebuilding process or a retooling process. And it wasn't the team that you would have thought. Because and speaking of turnovers, the king of turnovers right now, and I'm not talking about apple pies. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so uh, to address your, your question, uh, I think Jeremy Swayman has taken control of the net so far. Uh, Linus Olmark was ostensibly brought in to be the starter and kind of carry the burden of being the the minutes eater at goaltender while Swayman develops. Um, and last year, Swayman, you know, he looked he looked really good. But we talked about on on our lovely podcast. Uh, go listen to Bruins and Bruins if you're a Bruins fan. I don't know why you're listening to. A Flames podcast, but you know you can you can like two teams because um, they want to pay my rent, Chris. <laughs> um, I, hey, I download the podcast. Um, Let's go. 
Thank you. My landlord appreciates you. We we spent some time. He said download. He doesn't listen. He just downloads. That's fine. I don't listen. When somebody's like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast, I I genuinely apologize. I'm I'm worried about people who listen to our podcast, but. um, Yeah. No, I don't listen to anything I'm on. I'll listen Uh, to like the first segment of the episode of Bruins and Bruins. And they're like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> after that, I know I've cracked a second truly, and it's it's over. It's just yeah. uh, just uh, I've listened to episodes that you've I rarely listen rarely listen to our podcast, but I've listened to some episodes that you've appeared on, and you're very good on our podcast. Um, w- w- one of the things that we've discussed is uh, adjusting to the adjustment. Um, Jeremy Swayman obviously came out and was really hot from the start. And I feel like in, in a league that, you know, a lot relies on getting video on guys, especially gold and and understanding their tendencies. um, Sometimes it can be a little easier to come in and, and steal a few games than if there's a, a a book on you, especially if, you know, Swayman didn't have a lot of time in professional hockey, even he was just playing in college. And um, so a lot of it was going to be about, okay, what do you do after teams get this book on you? Uh, like a whole off season to figure you out and then kind of come at you from different angles. And it looked like, you know, maybe he got off to a little bit of a slow start, but um, he's really tuned it in and he looks like he can carry the load. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, Linus Olmark, I, I think probably needs some time to adjust. I, I our good friend Kat Silverman was talking on our podcast about just a friend. Are you friend zoning your own girlfriend on this podcast? Oh, I didn't, I don't want to throw things out there like no. that on, on other podcasts, but uh, yeah, my, my girlfriend, Kat Silverman, who's a goalie expert. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, well, it was, so we, we had her on to talk about Linus Olmark in the off season before we actually got to see him play. And a lot of people were kind of saying like, Oh my God, this guy had, a 917 save percentage for one of the worst teams in the league. Like you just put him on the Bruins. So did Jacob Markstrom in, in that system. Yeah, ex- exactly. You just you put him on the Bruins in that system. He's going to thrive. And um, we had her on again last week to kind of break down why maybe he was struggling so far this year. And she was mentioning like, it's it, sometimes you lose like all the confidence and the ability to communicate with your defense and kind of, uh, play an actual game as a goaltender rather than um, you know playing off of your defense and so he's kind of having to relearn all of that with the Bruins and mm-hmm. I, I believe he deserves some time to do that um, but meanwhile Swayman's kind of carrying the load and to to address the original question uh, of how is it without Tuca is it's frustrating because you have two guys who are both trying to adjust to things, whereas Tuca's been that rock for many, many years. But it's also kind of fun, because Bruins Twitter, I don't know how Flames Twitter is when it comes to watching Markstrom versus Vladar, but Bruins Twitter they is going... up Vladar. They love him. <laughs> so thank you, Don Sweeney. Thank you. That's Third round pick. That's a steal. Not for Zach Ronaldo. Yeah, well... <laughs> but... But at least people are finally starting to realize that Tuka Rask was, you know, generally a, a pretty good goaltender. I'd say somewhere on the realm of, you know, 
like Mika Kiprasov was for the Flames back in the day. So people are starting to recognize that, but they're also going the other way and they're completely like, Linus Olmark is the worst thing on the face of this planet. And he's not though. I mean, right now he has a 903 save percentage, which isn't great if you want to be the starter, sure. He's also faced 186 shots against. He's made 168 saves. Swayman's faced 175. He's made 160 I saves. Hate that Swayman's you have got a 914 save percentage. So when you look at Take that, you say he's in a new system. He's got to come into it. He's got to learn how to communicate with the new defenders, learn the new ice, learn the new everything. Give him a little more time. It's also he's still early in the season. Don't get me wrong. I don't like where they're sitting in the standings. But part of that is because they haven't had the consistent depth scoring, and that's an entirely different story. But goaltending-wise, you knew it would be an adjustment and just, you know, like let them get comfortable. I think Cam, you want to take the rock on Krejci here? Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I just want to real quick first jump in with one more thing about Olmark. Um, I will absolutely agree that Swayman has been better so far. Um, I think it's funny because there was a little bit of a scare, and Chris kind of mentioned it with, with regards to Swayman. And the idea that, you know, he was so good for the Bruins last year. And you've seen young goalies kind of go on those hot stretches late in the season before and kind of catch fire when it matters. Yeah, Carter Hart, no better example. And then come out the next season and struggle. So that was definitely a concern. Swayman had a great first game, only gave up one goal against Dallas, but then he gave up five against Philly. And it kind of planted that seed of doubt. Like, is that going to happen? And really, so far, it's just been a blemish. In all of the seven games that he's played so far, he's given up two or fewer goals in six out of the seven. The only blemish there was that loss to Philly, which was then followed up by a loss to Carolina, which he only gave up two goals. So Swayman has been extremely consistent considering uh, the adjustments he's had to make. But flipping that to Omar, again, both of these guys are adjusting. Swayman's maybe done a little bit faster, but I will throw Omar a bit of a bone that his, his level of competition has been higher. He played against Florida. He played against Edmonton. He played against Toronto. You want to see a little bit better results Swayman there. He played against Florida too. They... He did, yes. Um, but I think overall, uh, Omar's matchups have been a, a little bit more difficult. That being said, the thing that really sticks out to me is the high danger save percentage, which Jeremy Swayman, 852 on high, high danger scoring chances is really impressive. Omar's at a 676 right now. And I think part of that might have to do with what Chris was saying and adjusting to your defense and maybe coming out of the, you know, different positions and trying to yeah, learning where you're supposed to position yourself on some of those chances. And maybe last year he had to be a little bit more aggressive to make up for Buffalo's lack of defense. Yeah. He's going to, you know, maybe pull himself out of position a little bit, but Lancey, what you got? If I may, Omar is the most shots against that he's faced has been 36. He's faced it once. He's faced 35 shots against twice. That was against Florida and Toronto. And Swayman has yet to face anything more than 29 shots against in a game. So, you know, it, there's a lot of it is the workload and the systems and everything that we've mentioned and gone over at this point, perhaps too many times to just get through people's heads like goaltending is weird. Give it, yeah. Give it a I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna jump in and, and pile on Cam for bringing up goals against because, uh, you know, it, it is impressive to to have a bunch of games in a row where you've given up no more than two goals, but also there were a couple of like sixteen save games in there. And you can wow. also have, you know, at the other end for Calgary, you can have Jacob Markstrom, who traditionally doesn't have a starter's goals against average, where you think of something around a two being really good, two point five being decent for a backup he might end up with something like a 2.7 at the end of the year. But mm-hmm. if the Flames winning games 8-6, to six, 
that's all that matters. And right. to go along with that, Markstrom tends to face more shots against and he gets more saves. If I'm looking at the Flames right now from how they've been going throughout the season, I have them down as a team that you might not be thinking about making the Stanley Cup final. Not please saying they're going to win it. Don't, please don't say that on this podcast. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, just saying, don't. I'm just saying that they're better than most people are giving them credit. Lancey came on to do some smoke blowing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm literally about to end this recording. <laughs> <laughs> These flames are going to final bucket. There's there's some wild oh, takes right now with the Anaheim Ducks. There's plenty of people that still think they're leading the Pacific yeah. Division, the least talented division in the National Hockey League. The Edmonton Oilers are doing fine. People still think Vegas will bounce back. I'm I'm thinking that among the teams that were looking to make the jump, the Flames have got something figured out right now that yeah maybe they're not great every night but long term sustainable hockey <laughs> which is something they have not had because they have not had an nhl caliber coach since i have covered this team until they yeah. recalled daryl sutter from the farm and said from the literal farm from the literal farm um, i also have a special guest joining us uh, right now, they're calling in. So hold on a second. Okay. Welcome. Yeah, figured this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've literally been bullying Kat to come on this podcast for um, like a year, a long time. Yeah, a long time. I was going to ask Kat if she wanted to come on, but I figured five people is too many. And uh, lo and behold, you were wrong. Changed. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I, I already said all the things you could possibly say. Yeah, we're yeah, done. Talking I had just gotten now. finished saying "Have a fun podcast, Chris," and then got a text from Jess and was like, "Oh, maybe she saw the text." And no, no, I actually no. didn't. No, we were just talking about you, and then I was like, "Oh, good." What's she oh, doing? Good. Well, because Chris Nothing. friend zoned you. He was like my my good friend. Cat <laughs> I didn't say my I good friend. <laughs> he didn't say <laughs> our, our, our good friend. Whatever. I don't want to say I, our girlfriend, Cat. Chris, <laughs> can, I, can I spoil it? Yes. Yes. Can I spoil it? Can I oh tell God, them what you the background. do? He is in the background. Hey. I is. <laughs> she can't. Can I? Can I tell them what you do? Because it's very funny. Uh, yeah, Maybe. sure. Sure. So Chris is on this really fun kick where he will only refer to me as his friend on podcasts to the point where he has said regular podcast guest <laughs> <laughs> instead of my girlfriend <laughs> and frequent guest on my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've gone 18 so, minutes without an ad read, so I hate to interrupt this real quick, but before I get day. screamed at, um, Built Bar. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy uh, having fuel in my tank, so I uh, use Built Bar to get through my day, and that's a delicious protein bar that you can get for 15% off. High in fiber, low in carbs, low in sugar. High in protein, and uh, you can get it at built.com with the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. Okay, um, I I don't even know where we were going with this. Uh, we were talking about person I know, Kat Silverman. Kat Silverman, okay, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so I was also cooking, so. 
Um, we're good. A woman <laughs> on a of video podcast. I know, this is going I know. on YouTube. A woman of many talents. And maybe Food Network. Right. <laughs> Hopefully not. A woman of many steaks. talents. Uh, cooking is not one of them. There we with, go. Yeah, with a not... nice looking kitchen and family room, perhaps. Yeah, thank you. Well. Thank you. Um, he's not wrong though. I'm a very bad cook. When I said I'm cooking, I'm a, I'm making some frozen sweet potato nuggets shaped like dinosaurs. To okay. go with a sliced up apple for somebody. You're never, <laughs> you're never too old for dino nuts. That's just. That's Where just is fact, Cam? Though. He doesn't have. I am. Cam I'm the, the voice Easter. of God. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was I like, that's the, not what uh, Lancey sounds like. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. So. Can Are you, you so, saying it's better or worse? <laughs> um. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. <laughs> um. David Krejci. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he's tearing it up. Is, what is he in the cage? Not the cage. The Czech extra liga. Yeah. Thank you. He's from one of them. He's living his best life also over there. The ELH as opposed to ELO. Okay, thank you, Encyclopedia. Um, this as is why I don't have Lancey on my podcast often. <laughs> Dad, what do you? Th- don't bring me down, Lancey. What do you think of Dan Vladar? Um. Not I'm, like- I'm happy he's getting a, a good shot. Um, I think I think he probably was not not destined for for a super conducive and smooth transition to the NHL where he was in Boston. Um, just because there was a lot of, I don't think it's a smart idea to have two young goaltenders uh, as your starter and your backup. Um, as yeah, Columbus a lot figured of out up. in year two. Um, yeah, it was like two two guys who shouldn't have been taking the reins. Um, so they obviously needed a veteran, and that would have put them in like a weird three goalie tandem. So, and then when Tukaras comes back, that would have made four. Um, so you agree, so, Tukaras? Yes, Tukaras is coming back. I I definitively slid that in there. Um, but no, I think I think Calgary's done a god awful job of uh, drafting and developing goaltenders with no Except disrespect to Wolf, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, Dustin Wolf is delightful. Uh, Tyler Parsons took a a step back due to some some mental health related reasons. So through no fault of any coaching um, or development trajectory. Um, and I think they were kind of hoping that he would be ready for that that next step, essentially. And he he kind of wasn't. So I I don't and think now, it was necessarily a knock on him, but they needed that that guy as that intermediary who they knew would be able to do it without pressuring Tyler Parsons to be like exactly. the guy. So yeah, and so there were. Am- immigration issues and for those of you not watching on youtube we are quoting um i don't know where chris just went but we just um, lost him okay i'm gonna walk through my living room now i'm right he's not he's not here (laughs) but um he's still like on the call i think he just turned his camera off but um he started the season on the injured reserve and I think it was the fact that he wasn't immunized um I I don't know I just don't see another reason why he would not be able to report to Calgary allegedly in my opinion but again what do I know when it comes to that 
Apparently, just as much as the NHL knows when it comes to that. Yeah. So. I'm just here hosting a daily podcast and hoping. Just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. All yeah. your YouTube listeners are going to watch me take some chicken nuggets out of the oven. That's here. fantastic. <laughs> we can have a cooking this is tutorial. good content. I'm this is excellent very content. jealous. I'm pretty it's- hungry. <laughs> I bought more. You can have them in a few days. I will be in Arizona tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Days. I thought it was going to be in like three days, but it turns out that tomorrow is Friday. So tomorrow is Friday. That's news to me. <laughs> I'm glad you're well. really excited for me to be there to the point that you're <laughs> mentally three days away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's three days away. Is that better? Oh. Yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Good, good save. <laughs> <laughs> Like a goalie. Person Anyways. I know, Cat Silverberg. They're a good friend of the pod. <laughs> Person you follow on Twitter. Bruins. <laughs> um, so who are some red flags that Flames players need to look out for? On the Bruins? Yeah. Carson no. Kuhlman, man. <laughs> Carson Again, the ending man. the call. <laughs> I'm attached to my laptop, or I would have walked away. Well, I, I think. I mean, Derek Forbes. I mean, yeah. he's got some good. He's got some good legs. Well, I mean, it's so Derek Forbes. Um, I I do really like what Charlie Coyle and Taylor Hall have been doing, uh, together. Um, Charlie Coyle has been doing it on the score sheet a little bit more than Taylor Hall, but I think Taylor Hall is kind of the driver of that line. Um, and I really appreciate that Charlie Coyle has kind of been able to ride along with it. Um, so, I mean, obviously you're going to tab that first line as like guys to look out for, but, um, secondary scoring, super important and rarely ever have it. So, I mean, if your minimal, minimal defense in, uh, in Calgary is going to be paying attention to that top line, uh, then yeah, watch out for the second line. Okay. I agree. I think uh, another kind of somewhat obvious one, but um, Charlie McAvoy, I thought, has looked especially good the last two weeks or so uh, in all one games yeah. the Bruins have played the last two weeks. Um, yeah, he has, obviously 10, he's... he has 10 points in two games. It's wild. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, obviously he's somebody to watch out for for the Bruins kind of all the time now as their, as their number one defenseman. Um, I thought he had a a pretty strong start this season, but I think he's really elevated his game the last couple of weeks. He's been generating a lot more offense, uh, even if he's taken out Nick Foligno in the process. Um, but I think it's been a, a pretty, the Bruins have wanted to see kind of an offensive boost from him. I mean, he's, he's known as a two way player and someone who can move the puck up the ice, but they've wanted him to, I think to assert himself a little bit more as far as putting pucks on net and that sort of thing, not to use too many generic hockey terms here, but, uh, he's definitely, I think he put up seven shots on goal his last game, which he ended up burying a couple as well. Um, but that kind of the game of Charlie forward, <laughs> yeah, the game of Charlie's, uh, as it will go down in Boston history. Um, but yeah, seeing him kind of assert himself a little bit more in, in the opposing zone has been, uh, definitely something I appreciate as a Bruins fan. So I'd, I'd keep an eye out. Hopefully he can keep riding that momentum. <laughs> if you can carry momentum through a, through an unscheduled bye week, but, um, Hopefully full of energy and, and ready to keep bringing that next weekend. Is it unscheduled as a bye week, Cam? Because I think I think it was a schedule. 
Well, it's not their actual written in by week. It's no official you know, according to the according to the NHL PR. I think it was yeah. unofficial. I don't know if it was unscheduled though. Since it's right, you know what? We're splitting hairs here. Much. Really, right. really glad Cat wasn't here earlier when I said the exact same thing. <laughs> All right, person Chris follows on Twitter, Cat Silverman. Oh <laughs> Verified Twitter user, Cat Silverman. So I don't mean to all right, alarm anyone, but I think you should alarm all of us. Uh, Elon Lucic would be tied with David Pasternak for goals. <laughs> yes, that that would be scary if the Bruins had played more than three games. <laughs> And also, I'm not too worried either way, because Pasta's just kind of coming into his own. And given the offseason he's had, it's it's got to be hard to. Of course. But do you know where he falls? Do you know where that falls? Okay, so his Pasta's out of the. He has three goals, right? No, four. Oh, he's four. Isn't that more than he had a couple years ago? Like, four four goals in in three games? That's, uh, man, he's going to break the record. Right. So he's on Connor McDavid uh, time right now. 38 instead of, you know. So uh, he also has the same amount of goals as Taylor Hall, which is fourth on the, or I guess technically. So fourth on the Bruins. And he can score goals. Yeah. Taylor Hall, notedly not uh, an Arizona Coyote anymore, although he would be. Right around level with Shane Ghost's Baron points on the Arizona Coyotes since he's a Norris contender this year, apparently. What what are, what are we doing over here, Cat? Ruining. This is a Flames focus. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's please okay. Let me emphasize that you guys <laughs> let me come on. on yeah, you have your purpose. own podcast that you haven't <laughs> recorded in months. I actually got asked if I could do that today, and I said I was busy because I was. And then I got asked to do this, and I was like, "Why not?" Are you recording a different podcast? <laughs> Izzy's gonna get you in disgust. She's like, "Mike is gonna no." Izzy's mad because I won't cover her in a blanket. This is like, this is my most chaotic recording ever. There we go. Okay, we're good. Tell it. I'm not missing that I love her. Izzy, Chris says hi and that he loves you. I love you too, Quissy. I'm nicknamed Katana and combust on this podcast right now. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> We're, we are best friends. They are best friends, and I believe they matched today, clothing wise. Just so everyone knows, because they do that wow. like roughly once a week. That yeah. is adorable. To um, belief, I don't live in a jersey, but yeah, <laughs> I don't even think speaking Bradley of people who match though. Calgary Flames, they wear a lot of matching jerseys. What are they doing right now? <laughs> you like my segue? I'm very Plasty. good at this. I'm very so, good at this. Um, I'm sure we've gone over Jerome and Kimba. Before we continue on to our next. By the way, check out Three Cheers for Goaltender Interference uh, if you want to hear Hasn't more of Kat Silverman. <laughs> Noted Twitter user. Two months. Noted Twitter user sometimes. Um, if you want... To bet on some sports, you can go on over to Bet Online AG. <laughs> bet Online AG is your online sportsbook experts, and they have a new web and mobile design. Chris, it looks like you are drinking pickle juice. Are you Blake Coleman? Guys, this I mean, is what I'm. What is that? I'm I'm a fan of Blake. It's Coleman. an apple juice. I don't think I'm allowed to say on the podcast. You can what you is. can say what it is. It's fine. I don't care. Um, this is 
uh, rye whiskey and Cointreau. What's Cointreau? It's like Something really fancy triple like sec. Yeah. Okay. So head on over to BetOnline.ag for uh, your online sportsbook betting and down sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Yes, uh, bet on uh, the Flames beating, kicking the Bruins butt on Sunday um, because Probably. I'll be there. I'll be there. Probably. The Bruins and, haven't played in 72 days, so... Right, the Bruins literally know. haven't played since the cavemen roamed the earth. So that's AG promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. So, um, it's Friday. It's Thursday when we're recording, but this is going live on Friday. Um, Friday, Friday. Okay. One of us that your Tuesday. That's your second strike. Would you like to be kicked off the show? I mean, in a blaze of glory. Because <laughs> I can start seeing uh, I'm on fire, but uh, no. Um, no. sorry. I'm currently in the process of ordering um, a Mangiapane jersey. What's the name of the horse mascot? Blasty. Blasty. I thought oh, it was just. Short. We thought... actually have a Blasty here. No, not Blasty. We have a. I thought it was they just... have a dog mascot too. Oh, like the mascot uh, in the, the arena. What's his name? Yeah, Harvey. Yeah, yeah. Harvey, the, Harvey the, hound. the Hound. We have I love one of when those he had his tongue in the house. But yeah. I how did you get that confused with Blasty? Because you said, terrible. isn't that their mascot? I, and I said, and in my brain, I was like, we have a Flames mascot stuffy here in the house. But oh. then I was like, it's not a horse. I think it's a dog. And I was right. So That's right, because Cat rules the roost. Yes. She does. Um, Cat doesn't noted know where friend of the pod. Is, but noted friend of the pod. <laughs> but yes, I bullied Cat to get on this podcast and all it took was a text saying, yeah. "All she said was, are on. Would you like to come on the podcast?'" Which is exactly what Mikey texted me at nine a.m. and I said no. Wow, and Jess's it was my power own podcast. Just call me an influencer. Just download yep. this episode so my landlord gets a dime. Noted Instagram user Jess Belmasto. Oh, that's all I do. I post on my close friend's story because I'm, and that's like my finsta. <laughs> I don't use my yes, anymore. Friends. Just post my manic moments of so my I will say I'm I am consistently baffled at the things that people put on their close friends story. I don't use my close friends story very often. I think I do it when like I don't want like my your mom whatever fbi agent is like constantly evaluating my security clearance to see like oh i love that you think they can't see that i'm sure they fucking could so yeah either way like it doesn't matter um but like i don't know lancy posted something today on his close friend story and i was like wow so so glad i'm close friends with lancy so i could see basically the same shit he posts on his regular story (laughs) so i posted on my close friend story last night uh, Taylor Swift's sad girl autumn version of all too well with the caption we should start billing her for therapy I did see that and my friend was like hey I know her Rhode Island home address why don't you try it and I said <laughs> do not send that to me do not do that <laughs> and then I posted, I admire your restraint in that my dishwasher you guys <laughs> this is literally all i care about is my i think dishwasher. i did see that i think i did see that and then did i post anything else 
I, do. I think this what is- Chris doesn't realize is that some of us use our uh, our close friends stories to post the memes that our close friends would laugh at, but our casual friends would ask if we're okay. Right. Like it would be yeah, that's where I put like more depressing vacation. songs on my close so friends story I have, and regular songs I, I have, on my friend's story. So my close friends list is like all my not friends me. and not my parents. <laughs> not me, because I never see a green circle. That's because yeah, I never has a green circle. I never fair. post okay, that is you're, never has a you're green for sure on my close friends list. He um, never has he never has a green circle. But I, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I think I posted one two years yeah. ago. Um Cam's yeah. girlfriend um is a fantastic Instagram responder. Lauren has a name. Uh listen. <laughs> um friend of Cam follows on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Although she did get referenced on Twitter as podcast listener Lauren Healy. <laughs> okay. So you know what? And I was like, oh you guys do it to all of us. Good. Wait, was that me? Did I do that? It might have been Drew. It, was probably, it probably Drew. was. I don't well, know. Who knows? Was I don't I don't know her, so I, I definitely can't do that in a beer like she had sent in a beer that she was drinking for like the like the Friday brews or whatever. And they were like podcast listener Al Healy submitted this beer to us. I was like, Cam probably took that picture. <laughs> On air personality, Lauren Healy. <laughs> I would be mortified. Like, not that, like, Brad, I mean, Bradley has his own podcast, but like, if he was like, yeah, listener, first of all, I don't listen to your damn podcast. I hear you record it. Um, if you're listening, no, you do Bradley. listen to it then. Just not like yeah, I just do the one yeah. half of it, and then I'm like, I'm gonna please shut up. I'm trying to go to bed. Um, which one of his trash teams uh, does he podcast about? Bruin, the Bruins. Yes. Oh, it's fuck yeah. The, the um, excuse one. me. I get regulated by the FCC. F- FCC. <laughs> Not really, but just, just you know. You can bleep it. Uh, do you think I'm more American editing this? Look, you didn't. You did not warn me ahead of no, time. It's okay. I I'm, swear. No, it's okay. I'm literally only. I'm just kidding. She's just making Please. fun of you. I'm Jk. Um, oh, well. the, Tegna doesn't have any Canadian TV networks, so I'm fine. Yeah, but, no. The um, first time, the first time Chris did it, I think he just didn't want to to seem obnoxious by own doing that. And then yeah, I called him out for year. it. Oh no way! Maybe I'll get fired for this. Then that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I will literally create. Never mind. I'll message you after. Um, right. I don't have much to lose here. It's I've, final. <laughs> I've definitely had like Drew or Cam cut things out of our podcast because I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I don't, Eagle. I don't want the government like knowing I said that." <laughs> like, I literally work in professional hockey. Like, last thing I need is Anya Packer just being like, "Oh, let's watch, let's listen to this episode," and her being like, "What is this? <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> A surprise! This surprise woman watched my son. <laughs> Surprising people will listen to your podcast." It's more than you'll then get a alumni have listened to my show. You'll then I, get a message I still for find it. it weird. And if I ever funny. get like a cease and desist, I mean like Milan Lucic blocking me was like a cease and desist. Um mm. surprise, guess what? I'm still gonna talk shit about you when you suck. Um wow. Surprisingly good defensively. Yeah, but like is he like six million dollars for a for a four? No. Slander. 
That's fine. Great. Don't get don't get me wrong. Not, not that offensively to, great. I'm gonna challenge him to rock paper scissors. By the way, the reason I left earlier was because Rascal was like screeching, but he's oh. uh, sleeping soundly in Lexi's so bed now. Cute. He's so cute. He's such a good boy. Cat, are you coming to Vermont next year? Great. You should. Probably. Uh, this is me, Cat. This is me extending the formal invitation. Yeah, I, know, I haven't invited yeah, in her. In case your friend of the podcast won't do it for you. So, because yeah. my boyfriend works all the time, will you be my plus one to Vermont? Yes, absolutely. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Because I know Izzy would probably be Chris's anyway, because they yeah. get along better than either of them get along with me. So, so Matt, so Ken, of- you, you coming back and we'll play bocce? Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting that. <laughs> so, Matt of Lake Fame, uh, his bachelor party is two weeks later, oh, also in Vermont, also at like a cabin. Oh, so, great. I'm just like, I guess I'm just going to take three weeks off. And spend a lot of time in New- in Vermont. I mean, that's great, Cat. Um, um, I don't know what you're doing, but you're more than welcome to coming to my new apartment. Um, your new apartment looks awesome, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, it, I'm very proud of it. Um, I you didn't. Should I shouldn't. I didn't build it, but like I'm proud of it because. Yeah, well, you, hard did, work. you didn't decorate it and and whatnot. Um, yes, these sunflowers. Fake sunflowers. Very well, you you grew the sunflowers yeah, yourself. I did. I you know I had to make sure everything was perfect. What is my? Are you coming, hey, in? Isabel? Isabel, Can you sit up while you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that we could see her not listening to you in real head, time. No. Yeah. Hey, Iz, come here. Oh, you've had for sure. Cannot hear you. I did that. I put my headphones in on purpose because I think I did speaker during a podcast once, and the language used, I was like, "Nope." Although I think I, I think I dropped a few f bombs on the first Bruise and Bruins that Izzy was featured on, where she slid up next to my computer, sniffed my Pink Whitney, and went, "I love this lemonade." I stop and. Luckily, that episode got yeah. Lost that was the that was the lost episode. Yeah, you're welcome for that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably a good thing. Also, it created the bit where uh, Kat and Chanel got to go on a podcast together and talk shit about Cam uh, <laughs> losing their episode. God bless Cat. Oh we even God. said before we started that we weren't going to talk shit. We were like, we're going to be really. Yeah, that was like right. a wink, wink agreement that you and were absolutely going to talk soon shit. As, we, as soon as we hit record, we were like, so welcome to the Bruise and Bruins episode of the two people whose episodes got deleted. How's everyone <laughs> doing? I can't. <laughs> we were Love like, that. here we go. Love that. Hey, I'm just saying I've got a pretty good not deleted percentage. All right. I'm, I'm up um, there in the ranks right now. Ooh. I, I had a really, really bad almost one today. Um, <laughs> so we were we recorded an episode of Ballad a couple of weeks ago, and oh. um, Lauren was on two podcasts in a row. Not not Cam's girlfriend, Lauren, but uh, a different Another Lauren. Of the um, yeah, <laughs> good good friend of uh, the other pod, Lauren. Um, she made the mistake of going on two ballot episodes in a row and we recorded our 20 or is 2001 episode. And she was on that one and she recorded her audio on some sort of program that like will 
hold your audio for 24 hours and then delete it. And so she just like sent me the link. And I often don't download all of the things I need to edit like the day of or the day after. And luckily Nate had uh, downloaded it as an emergency backup and he sent it to me today. Yeah, it was a real, real panic moment. We recorded a three hour and 23 minute podcast. That's even longer (laughs) than the one that I was on with her. Well, so the year end ones or the the lotties tend to be longer. Um, by the way, a- anyone who's interested in movies, come uh, let me plug this p- podcast on, on your yeah, podcast. If you have passions <laughs> outside of the <laughs> Listen um, to all the episodes, but the one about rom-coms, because I'd yeah, like people to keep um, liking me. So we, it, we do every year at the end of the year, we'll do like a 20 year retrospective a 10 year retrospective and a five year retrospective and basically like redo the Oscars and like watch all of the movies from those years. And so like losing that episode would have been losing like a month of work plus the three hours of time we spent recording the episode. Bless your hearts. So um, this game isn't until Sunday. Does anyone have any bold predictions I predict that there will be a game played on Sunday, and that it might be a bold prediction that, given that what's might happening be, yeah, with that Ottawa. Might be, yeah. <laughs> prediction. That I saw Mike McKenna um, tweeted out. I want to say it was this morning. He said, uh, "What's the word for that that space in between being nervous and being afraid?" <laughs> Because that's how I feel about the NHL and COVID right now. I think that's called anxiety. And yeah. <laughs> I think somebody responded with apprehensive. And I was like, that's, that's, yeah, I, that's kind of where, that's kind of where I am right now. I feel like, uh, hopefully that, that won't be the case. I think if the Bruins have to postpone games, um, I think it better not be Sunday. I, First of all, y'all. Can my wait. my bold prediction is that if the Bruins have to postpone any games for COVID, the NHL is not going to the Olympics. They're looking for any reason not to go to yeah. the Olympics. And I so... think if they lost Brad yeah. Marchand and Patrice Bergeron for Team Canada, because they'd really have to condense the schedule in a crazy way, um, I think they'd they'd scrap it. I feel like that's not a hot take. I feel like that might be what the Bruins are this year. I think the scheduling the might... Bruins were scheduled intentionally to tank the Olympics. So, well, so every every step of the way, this is this that's... is we're getting into like mild conspiracy yeah, theory shit here. But I was just gonna say, I don't think yeah. I have any tinfoil left. But, but uh, every step of the way, Gary Bettman and company have been really reticent to get into the Olympics because there's no real benefit to them well i mean like there is an obvious benefit to them of like going to china and like expanding there but they're too stupid to see that but they're disagrees no i i agree with the disagreement there it was exactly what that face was for yeah for for me like there's an obvious benefit of going to the olympics for them their narrow-minded view is that all our players are going to go over there and get hurt and we were going to lose money because of it, not seeing that like, oh, there's money to be had in China. Um, so the, they've every step of the way been dragging their feet, trying to make sure that they can't go to the Olympics. And they finally capitulated, said they would go. But 
allowed themselves a lot of leeway in terms of the COVID stuff saying like, uh, if COVID's still okay. So like they have chances to back out if they want to. And I'm still pretty skeptical that it's going to happen, but pretty good conspiracy theory. The Bruins shitty schedule is so that if the Bruins have to postpone like any one of the games, game. they just any say, Oh, well the Bruins are already like, look at this schedule that <laughs> it's the hot dog right. meme. Like we're all looking for the guy who did this. Uh, <laughs> Well, the Bruins schedule is so bad. Like we don't like if we have to postpone any of their games, like how are they going to get them in? Well, we have this whole week here where like no, at least two weeks where no one's going to be playing. We're Uh, just hanging out. We're vibing. (laughs) That's and, and to just go off of that for a quick second, you know, thinking about boosters, because several people I know are eligible for them. Now, if the bulk of the players got vaccinated in July or August and you add six months from then, you know, if they got their second shot at that point, six months later is right about the time that they're going to the Olympics. So if it becomes you have to have your booster to go or any other scenario where it gets really dicey and it gets pretty close to training camp and someone's going to be out, not because they're experiencing symptoms, but because they're experiencing side effects like just general fatigue and having a fever. That could be for the reason why they might say in January, hey, you know what? It's also the NHL. I feel like a lot of these guys who like stubbornly dragged their feet on getting their vaccines, but eventually did it, uh, are gonna are gonna be saying, "Well, I already got the vaccines. Like, why do I need to get a booster? And like, if it's not absolutely mandatory for playing in the NHL, why would I do it?" I would pay boatloads of money to be a fly on the wall in the room when they ask Duncan Keith to get his booster. I would love to watch that conversation. Like, just I would relish that. In a, I would love to be in a way a fly on the wall. Just in general, in any any conversation, I would hate being a fly because I would not understand a word people were saying. And you have like so many. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, Cam, do you have any input in regards (laughs) to being a fly on the wall? Um, I don't. Okay, um, right. I had a much less. That was it from Kitchen lineup. Like, yeah, that was. I think Chris. Chris kind of hit it out of the park with his tinfoil hack Olympics conspiracy. So thanks, Cam. I don't even know if I can. Like, no, my, no my, man, go ahead. Your your shit's man. gonna be great. My hot take is now like really lukewarm. No, I it's okay. That. We can microwave it. It's fine. I'm gonna. <laughs> this now. is partially for like the just the more chaos on like Bruins Twitter with the with the goalie controversy. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Bruins are a little rusty Saturday. Don't quite have it. Maybe lose with Olmark, and then just to add some more flames to the fire, Jeremy Swayman comes in and posts his first shutout of the season on Sunday against Calgary, Ooh. and uh, and all hell breaks loose on Bruins Twitter. The week next, so come after me when I'm wrong. It's probably not going to happen, but if it does, Kim, I will be right at your DMs. So the funny thing, Cam, um, in so the all the guests on this podcast are in a fantasy hockey league together, but uh, in my other fantasy hockey league, um, I am playing a losing battle against my best friend and. Basically, my only salve is going to be trying to find goalies at the end of the week to steal some categories. And I know he's not going to listen to this, so I can 
pretty safely say I was planning on picking up Jeremy Swayman for how is that. he still available? <laughs> it's an eight person league and people are dumb and don't check it very often. Um, Somebody so, should have done what I did, where you just take all the backup goalies and hoard them, so that people we, like you we then also, have to beg for them. We, we also uh, the other reason is because the Bruins play like once a week, and there's no real value in That's taking true. a goalie who's uh, in a tandem playing <laughs> playing once every two weeks. That's um, why I had Bergeron this week. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I was in my head thinking like maybe. Swayman gets that shutout on Saturday, or they're playing Saturday or Sunday. I don't even know anymore. Well, Saturday Sunday. and Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I remember so, they play a back to back. Yeah. After, so whichever whichever game he whichever game he plays on that back to back is going to be Why a shutout. Not both? My guess is that Omar gets Saturday, and then Swayman gets Sunday. Would be my I think so. Swayman gets Saturday and Omar gets Sunday, just because uh, Swayman quote has the net right now. And and because flyers carry a little more weight in terms of the standings, if you were to win or lose, and and not that yeah. Calgary is being discredited for anything, but it's just you know like when you play a Western Conference team, he's and, he's team yeah. just and also of, it's hockey, like give him that shot to like to get Calgary. back at the team that he had a bad game against, you know. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um. So does anybody have anything else before we wrap up the show? I got so much. I could stay here for hours. These are my Great. friends. We can, these are, we, we can come back <laughs> these are my people. <laughs> you're, you're good friends all right here. <laughs> friend of the pod. All of friend you are good pod. friends. All of you are good pod. Every, every single person here is just a friend of mine. <laughs> and and Isabel. You can sleep is... in your car. <laughs> oh, there's Isabel. <laughs> Does she have any takes she'd like to contribute? <laughs> hey, Isabel, Calgary versus Boston. Who would win? <laughs> she ran. Oh, she didn't run. She face planted on the couch. That was that interesting. Just, she was down, but she's back. Oh, there she is. She, uh, Tuka Rask, old team, or Calgary, like Harvey the Hound. You're gonna face plan again. That's awesome. Great. Really glad she's really glad she's with it today. That's awesome. You know Love what? It. She's she's a star. She's she I mean, just, she just popped over my shoulder and yeah. whispered, Auntie Ranta, who has played for neither Calgary nor Boston at any point, but he is Finnish, and so is Tuka Rask, who played for Boston. So I think that's okay. So that's that's fair. Okay. okay. Is this right like there. six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Oh, yes. The six exactly. degrees of Auntie Ranta. So perfect. Okay. So thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. Yes. Thank you all for coming on, Kat. Friends thank you for podcast. jumping on as our emergency backup guest. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I'm surprised that Chris hasn't called me that yet. Listen, he's still my emergency think- backup girlfriend. <laughs> 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 she's gonna tell you to not show up tomorrow oh wow. man no i have to show up tomorrow i know for a fact gets, that she will not tell me not to show up to, tomorrow he's gonna hang out with is and i'm gonna go into a different room and read a book is what, what's gonna happen isn't i gonna have plenty of he's fun. just we're a babysitter gonna, tomorrow we're gonna watch tomorrow, harry potter yes. 2 again yeah 
Harry Potter eights, what she's on right now. She's a big oh. fan of Harry Potter eight. My mom uh, okay. was like, that's I not need, appropriate need, for a child. And I, was I need like, to watch it's that. Izzy. For, for it's Izzy. She's Valor, not a child. So. She's a grown she's adult. Not a child. No. Yeah, she's, she's a, a tiny child adult. adult. Um, no, not that tiny anymore. No, as no. far as I'm concerned, she's a teenager. She's, she's four feet tall now, so that's a thing. No, when you sent me I a work picture with of her, you sent me like a picture of her, and I was like, "That child is a tank. She is eight years old. She she's is five. She is she is she going to be destroying people in sports soon. I can't yeah, I'm very much here for it." <laughs> Chris got a I'm so, so Izzy's, Izzy's kindergarten teacher kind of screwed up her texting system. Oh, this is and very funny. Registered me as Izzy, and then I couldn't complete the sign up because the parent couldn't have the same phone number and email as the child. And she tried to reset it twice, oh, no. and it somehow wouldn't let her reset it. Maybe so that a kid couldn't like bypass it or something. <laughs> so I just finally said, "Screw it." And I said, here's my boyfriend's phone number. Add him to your email list instead. Listen, that's... The text I now get texts Izzy's from teacher. Iz's teacher. Yes. <laughs> that's, you know, that, that's true. So, that's, so know, he that's, got pictures from know. her phone run yesterday. And she oh. is standing in it. Like, she's running with a trio of friends. Everyone else in her class is walking behind them. And uh, they're, like, booking it along. And... The girl she's running next to turned six last week. Izzy turned five in September, and Izzy is taller. By it's like, fine. She's going to make a great goalie. Yeah. It's fine. She is. She's she, can come play for, she can come play for the Riveters when I'm running the team. Ooh, she was really that. looking forward to that. She, she you guys can come move out here. Although she is a very big Boston Pride fan. That's great. You yeah. know who will offer her more money? Chris. Me. Anya, I'm not coming for your job. I'm, this is when you retire. But well, or this is like a, yes, a co-general manager Emma? thing. It was oh, Emily. It was Emily. <laughs> so thank you all so much for tuning into today's fantastic episode of Locked On Flames, and I'll catch you on Monday. 